What if it wasn't either or? What if you could be a great mom and have a great business? There are lots of paths to success and we get to do it differently. Welcome to the Both And Podcast. Hey, everybody. Today we have on a podcast, my dear friend, Whitney. I was so excited to have you. Um, Whitney and I met, uh, I want to say five years ago, four years ago, um, through our kids' school. And we connected over our entrepreneurial spirits. So immediately we're like, wait, what? You have a business? You have a business? So it just <laughs> a match made in heaven. Um, but I'm going to let Whitney introduce herself, talk to us about her business and her story. And then we'll dive right in. Yeah. Thanks, Priscilla. I'm so glad to be on your podcast. I'm honored to be a part. And yeah. It's fun to think back about when we first met. Um, I think we kind of met through the kids' school, but we didn't really start a friendship until we did that photo shoot together. Oh, that's right. And um, right about that. That, was, yeah. that was so much fun. That was really um, fun. Can you tell us yeah. a little bit about the photo shoot for people that don't know what it was? Okay. Um, yeah, we just, I just kind of asked a few different women in the community where I was living in Lynchburg at the time. I'm out in California now. But um, a photographer and a small, uh, small boutique owner and myself and then Priscilla to like, let's all get together and do this photo shoot. And then we can all use the pictures for our businesses. And it just kind of like all bring what we're doing. So Priscilla did the makeup and um, I provided the jewelry and... Keely did the photos. So it just kind of all kind of bringing all of our strengths together in such a beautiful way. And then it was really cool to kind of see from there the friendships that grew. And it's so fun to see how our businesses have grown since that mm-hmm. time. Too. We had baby businesses at the time. Yep. For sure. Yeah, it was yep. really exciting to see where we all are and how yeah. that that companion, like that companionship, that community really helped us um, you know, stay through the, the, the harder times of starting things out. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about your business. Okay. Like, give give yeah. us how you started and all of that. So a little teaser, I said, I provided the jewelry. So I have a, <laughs> um, business named seed and soil and I make botanical jewelry. A lot of times when I say that people are like, huh? So I use real plants and flowers that are preserved in the medium of resin and, um, they're beautiful yeah, you have, have to look earrings at necklaces yeah you got to see them they're not craftsy a lot of people are like oh these are really <laughs> like <laughs> yeah um yeah so I just I got started when I was back in Virginia I was actually going to school at the time um and I was going to I was earning my paralegal degree and so I like to say that that was kind of like the whole legal analytical side of my business uh, or of my brain and then the jewelry was kind of like this creative outlet for me. And it was really funny about the time I was graduating, I thought I'd be getting a paralegal job, but my jewelry business is just growing and it allowed so much flexibility and was providing a good income. And so I just decided to go with that. And, um, you know, like I said, the flexibility, I was homeschooling my kids kind of hybrid. They would go to classes a couple days a week and then they would be home the other days. And so it just really allowed me um, the flexibility to continue doing that. Mm -hmm. So, 
So do it just you, has grown from there. Do you feel like because you started your business after you had kids and you're, you know, you mentioned flexibility, were there other things that like, how was that transition for you to go from, I mean, you were staying at home and going to school to, well, now I have this business, but you're still homeschooling your kids. Like, how did you, how did that transition go for you? Um, well, I kind of always had some kind of side thing, but this business was the first time that it, something was growing into more of a full-time gig. So that transition, um, it was over a period of time, like I said, it, the nature of it allowed me a lot of flexibility and some of it meant like I would be doing my work uh, until 12 or one at night. So <laughs> like building a business in the margins is um, how I like to call it in the margins of time after I kind mm -hmm. of completed you know my well my school studies um teaching my kids regular like household runnings like grocery shopping and cooking and play dates and all of the things that moms do um so in those early times it meant like a not a ton of balance <laughs> it was just kind of burning the candle at both ends but as it grew, it really allowed me to move towards balance. So there was like a, a year of really hard investment where I was pretty drained by the end of it and was able to start moving towards, I hired somebody to help me. Mm -hmm. And um, from there, it's just kind of been a process of growth, but I've really held to, I really want this growth to be sustainable. And I don't want to, you know, I, it was, it was what it was when I started it. And I'm so grateful to have this business. Um, but mm -hmm. man, I, I wore myself out in that first year. <laughs> I remember it. I remember I was there, but, um, uh -huh. I do feel like you still did it with so much grace though, like grace for yourself mm -hmm. and, and grace towards like, here are the things that matter most. I feel like mm -hmm. that is just something just from knowing you, 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 you have such strong core values that I think that you don't get distracted easily. So yes, it was a year of like time investment, right? Is what we call like, that was your, you know, you didn't have, you didn't have to fundraise, but you, you put a lot of time into it. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's kind of how I see, like you just have your core values and you didn't get distracted very easily. So you were able to just like put your head down and, and do the things that mattered most. Um, would you say that that's true? Like, would you say that that? Yeah. Feels well, thank yeah. you for that. Um, I think it's just, this is what good friends are for. Like kind of being able to point, point yeah. us back and point out some of those things, you know, of course it's like a mom and just a, I don't know, anybody, everybody, you could, it's easier to see or kind of mm -hmm. faults and failings than the, yeah. the things that you did well, but I did, it was really important to me to, um, have time with my kids and to continue homeschooling them. And so I think, um, yeah, looking back, I appreciate you saying that I can see how I 
how I did some of that. I think I, I just have so like the memory of super late nights and being so exhausted <laughs> is like burned into me. But uh, like, yeah. I don't ever want to look back at that time, but no, that's how, that's <laughs> how I saw it. So there, there's yeah. that for what it's worth. Okay. Yeah. So let's fast forward to where you are now. I mean, we are, you are what, four, five years into the business now? Um, you know, we, it's really only 2019 since we've, oh. you remember when we rebranded oh as, gosh, that's right, right. It's I like the year, the last few years have been like a million <laughs> years, in. but 2019, yeah. January, 2019, I rebranded as Seed and Soil. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I had actually started kind of like the summer before that. So like summer of 2018, Mm -hmm. but 20 if we're counting as just under the name seed and soil so just yeah, 29 about three and a half okay. years oh wow yeah. that's crazy crazy growth like I'm just yeah. amazed by how <laughs> fast you grew so with that crazy growth and and then you guys had a move in between all of that yeah um, like a cross-country move which is pretty massive move how are things now? How are you able to do both and like the motherhood and the business and still, you know, feel like you're thriving in both? How, yeah. how are things now? <laughs> help, having help, learning how to systemize mm -hmm. what I do. Um, it's been a lot of personal growth for me to learn how to let go of certain roles. And mm -hmm. because I used to do, like I started and I just used to do everything. And so I have specific ways that I did everything. And, um, so learning which things are like, okay, it's okay if somebody does this differently than I do it. Um, mm -hmm. as long as the outcome is, you know, same. the mm -hmm. same. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there are some things like with the process of making that right? Like we're making a product that's very important that we have a really high standard that's kept up. And so that's been a lot of growth for me to like, let to allow my employees to make mistakes, mm -hmm. to allow them room to make mistakes and to absorb that cost for their mistake mm -hmm. for the loss. Um, so it's been a lot of kind of growth of learning how to like get this business and process from inside of me to outside of me into systems mm -hmm. that other people can do. And then to really try to, um, right. Like I believe in the growth, growth model, like growth mindset model, but it's like through failing, we learn the most. And so mm -hmm. when it really comes down to doing that, it's really hard to be like, okay, here, like I'm telling you how to do it. And then like, if we have to throw away a whole batch of frames and resin and botanicals because it got messed up, like that's okay. That's part of growth. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> it really like in the practice of it, it's harder to, but I still believe it. And that's been the process to be able to be like, mm -hmm. yeah, this, and it's right. And it's so true. Once, once somebody makes a mistake and really sees the outcome, like, oh, I did it that way. And then this happened almost never happens again. Wow. That's like, that's crazy. The growth real, you know, like the mistake really, as long as you allow them the ability to 
do mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. I love yeah, this so- because going from like, you had to go from entrepreneur where you're doing everything to like CEO mindset of like, right. What are the things mm-hmm. that I can delegate so that, right. It, uh, this is not like my, this is not my sweet spot. So I have somebody else do the things that is their sweet spot, but also learning to let go of the things that were your sweet spot, like actually making the jewelry yeah, yeah. so that they can, so that you can grow and more people can get their hands on your beautiful jewelry. So mm. <laughs> if you think yeah. about it, that it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So how is the motherhood part? How do you, how do you guys do, how do you and your husband uh, work that out? And I know the kids are older now, but still like how, how yeah. does that go? Yeah. So now my kids are 11. Uh, we'll be turning 13 in August and 15. <laughs> so they, it's a, it's a really different place to be in where they can all, you know, prepare their own food. I can say, go do your math. Uh, they have like an online math program and they can do it and save questions, you know, that they need help with. So there's a lot less of that kind of intensity when they're younger of like having to help them with everything. Oh, just lost my earbud. <laughs> Let's see if this is gonna, um, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Great. Okay, good. Um, but it really was a transition for my husband and I, because we really, since the beginning of our marriage started with, he was the, um, breadwinner for lack of a better term. And I (laughs) stayed home and took care of the kids. And, um, I always kind of had little side gigs, but we had little kids. So it was Mm -hmm. just kind of small, extra money stuff. And then as I started my business and my business grew and I was beginning to earn more money than he was, um, we really kind of had to reevaluate and decide how we were going to kind of adjust our roles as we had always lived them. So now we both work part-time and we both take care of the kids part-time, you know, we kind of stop the kids' responsibility. So I'm actually only in the studio three days a week right now. So that's a really kind of sweet spot for being in there with my team. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I'm, my kids go to classes a couple days a week. So I, two of the days I'm in the studio, my kids are at classes. Um, and then my husband is home with them one day a week and I'm home with them the other two days a week. (laughs) Hopefully all that math lines up, (laughs) but um, yeah, so we just kind of figured out our schedule so that we could both work and both take care of the kids and, um, yeah. And make it work. I love that. And I love yeah. too that, you know, whenever you guys go to some markets and whatnot, you bring the kids along, which, you know, it just, it becomes a family business and it's not just, yeah. you know, this thing that you do. Um, I think that that is really special too, um, which is something that you wouldn't be able to do that necessarily if you were like working yeah. a regular corporate job. So yeah. I love that. And I, I, along those lines, I, you know, when I was a kid, my mom had a business and the more I look back, I'm like, wow, that, that probably affected me so much and my ability to kind of do what I'm doing now. But, um, she took us along, like you were saying, she would take us along. She, um, sold homeschool guides and materials and she would teach workshops and stuff um to other moms about homeschooling and um so that's really part of it I think sometimes as parents we think like you know this this is we harder with the kids there or um Mm -hmm. 
they'll be bored or it will be better if they stay home or they do. But a lot of taking them along, there's so much learning that's taking place and even mm -hmm. just an instilling of like possibility, mm -hmm. um, what they can do or um, just by doing it and in a really safe way where they're like, they're doing it, but they're not really, you know, solely responsible to have to just step out and do all mm -hmm. these things, but they're just along the way, kind of, it's just becoming part of. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was that. something that I kind of, uh, looked back on from my childhood and was like, Oh, so I become more intentional about that. Yeah. Cause sometimes I mean, it would definitely... be easier to leave the kids home. <laughs> <laughs> True. It's like cooking with kids, right? Like cooking with kids yeah. is such a hassle, but you're so glad that on the other side, whenever they know how to cook, yeah, you know, it's like yep. oh, exactly. I'm so glad I said that. Like, yeah, it's the same yeah. idea. So I get it. Yeah. Um, which yeah. I need to remember to cook with my kids more. <laughs> yep. <laughs> little, little side note. Um, okay. What advice would you give yourself now to that woman who was just starting out, had that crazy year of burning the cannibal fans? <laughs> what advice would you give her? Oh. I think I would just, um, hmm, I think I would just tell her to trust herself more and uh -huh. to believe in herself a little bit more. I think I, um, I couldn't imagine back then that I would be where I am now. And you know, friends like you along the way, just encouraging me to, you know, you could scale your business. And I was like, what? Like, what is scaling? Like, how, what would I do? Um, so, um, you know, I have people who believed in me along the way, but it was a really big thing for me to kind of um, change how my husband and my roles mm -hmm. and to kind of take up more like to to accept and be like I am you know it's I think until I was making more money than him I didn't feel worthy of him like taking some of the child responsibility roles mm -hmm. so I think some mm -hmm. of that it was hard for me to like accept that mm -hmm. and I think that was mostly me it wasn't him um <laughs> But so I, I don't know if that makes any sense, but kind of looking back to be like, you know, like you can go for this, you can try, you can, um, mm -hmm. I think I was kind of scared to um, kind of have the responsibility of if mm -hmm. I failed, you know, my family depending on me or something. And so I mm -hmm. didn't, mm -hmm. I wanted to kind of do it all. And I think that's why I was mm. more burning the candle more was because it was like, I um, didn't want to take away from what my husband was doing to help me because then that would kind of be a cost from mm -hmm. his income. And so I think kind of believing in myself a little bit more back then would have, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love that. And I mean, you know, not to say that there is not that that Whitney is the Whitney that brought you here. So like there's, mm -hmm. you know, we thank her and we're grateful for that. Mm -hmm. Whitney. So I mean, you know, I don't like to look back and just think like, oh, I mm -hmm. should have done it this way or that way. But it's good yeah. to especially for the for the woman that's listening to this and is at that it's during that year. Yeah. You know, what yep. are some ways 
that you can lift your belief uh, in yourself? What are some ways that you can work through some of those like limiting beliefs about, you know, oh, I shouldn't, you know, I don't want to, the, the changing roles in your family, like who does what, you know, and all of that. Yeah. I'm just going to work through yeah. that for sure. I will for sure yeah. say that. Okay. That is all I have for us, but I do want all us for, right. I do want you to share where can people find your jewelry? What is something exciting mm-hmm. in the horizon? Like what are some things that you want to share with us about what you've yeah. got going on? Oh, well, you can find our jewelry online on our website. It's www.seedandsoilshop.com. We are on Instagram at seedandsoil underscore shop. Okay. Um, so that's where you can find us. And, oh man, um, we have some really fun collaborations coming up that I'm really excited about. Um, we are going to start having a like collaborative giveaway each month featuring another maker or a small business that like jives with our brand. So um, we have one coming up that is a local gin company and they make a gin called Florette. So it's like a very florally gin. Oh, that's and, perfect. Um, we may even be doing a photo shoot with them um, locally at these just like beautifully for you. It's like the Virginian right here. Is, yeah. There's a couple hotels um, in Nevada city and grass Valley called the, the Holbrook hotel and the national. So just stuff like that. That's just working with other makers and small businesses and connecting in the community at photo shoots are just, like one of the funnest things so I mean it's um, how we all started for sure yep there you go that's right <laughs> I love so that. I'm really excited about that and really excited about my garden I've just been working towards growing more of the botanicals in my designs and it's really coming together this year so um, I'm just so excited I'm what what are some that, things so. that you're growing um in your garden well I have uh planned a whole bed of forget-me-nots um yeah. And then I have, um, verbena. I want to grow just most of the ones we do queen Anne's mm-hmm. lace, um, mm-hmm. baby's breath. I have not found the fern, like the exact fern that I love to use. I haven't found that variety. So I'm still <laughs> on the hunt for that. Um, yeah, cool. but then I just have a bunch of other flowers. Um, mm-hmm. right now I have anemones blooming and they're oh. just so lovely. They're so lovely. I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Whitney, for taking the time. And mm-hmm. I, you guys go check her. Oh, something exploded in there. Um, you guys go mm-hmm. check her out. Check her stuff out because it's just gorgeous. You're going to love it. Thanks, Priscilla. You're welcome. Uh, let me finish the recording. All 